0: Can Cook is one of the First Nations businesses recommended in culture is closer than you think. A tourism Northern Territory campaign showcasing the unforgettable Aboriginal experiences in the Northern Territory. Shining a light on the NT's First Nations Australians and their dynamic stories of leadership as they share 65,000 years of knowledge. Fredeline Brown is the founder of Kankas Can Cook. And I'm happy to say Raylene is joining us on NITV Radio today to explore her extraordinary journey from humble beginnings to worldwide acclaim. Welcome to NITV Radio, Raylene.
1: So it is a privilege to be able to speak to NITV Radio and calling in from the heart of Australia, Mabantua country. I'm really looking forward to this.
0: Yeah, And you're co-founder and director of Kunkas Can Cook. It's a kind of a how would I say, a challenge or a response to a challenge to demonstrate that you can cook? <laughs> is it the meaning? Because this is this is it's, my interpretation.
1: It's a term, like a language name, Kunga yeah, yeah. is for a woman in the local Pitindada language. Yeah. And we had a really pretty boring name, but so we wanted to... You know kind of make our language stand out in our name and so it was you know it was just great to be I mean, it's kind of got a little good ring to it as well kungas can cook and everybody in our local town knows who we are because we've been around for a while <laughs> So and, Yeah.
0: and cooking you can actually do you can cook because you've oh, been selected good. yeah you've been <laughs> selected by northern <laughs> territory tourism as a uh, Leaders in the First Nations creatives category, especially in uh, the way you cook and uh, you put uh, the anti up there in uh, the tour- the food destinations around Australia.
1: Yes, that's correct. So, really showcasing our First Nations foods, our our ancestors' foods into um, my tourism package that I deliver on the Larapinta Trail which is a trail that's pretty famous now a lot of people travel to central Australia to do a trek along the Larapinta Trail and I meet guests on the trail and just talk to them about you know the, what's out there and out in the bush What's and that they're surrounded by edible foods that they wouldn't think so because they think we're in the desert we can't see trees with fruit and I said but our people you know, knew where to find food Where to find water They survived in these lands for many thousands of years And But a lot of that food disappeared From our mob losing it Because, you know, we couldn't have access to it But um, it's really getting a big resurgence of interest In yeah. how and why these foods, you know, were so good for us And, it was, and it's being found now that they, they chose really nutritious food So people could survive out here So it's really an interesting way to introduce our visitors to our location. And I think food is a great way of introducing country to people. Um, yeah, people are really keen to try things. <laughs> so I don't actually serve up witchetty grubs I have in the past and um, honey ants, but it's mainly just really an infusion of flavors into um, like a, a tasting platter, which, you know, and people have so many questions to ask. So we uh, really enjoy delivering um, that to our visitors to town.
0: Yeah, and you source your food locally from um, local women, uh, thus supporting their livelihoods and uh, connection to their culture, their land and uh, their history.
1: Yes, that's correct, because these ladies have really been out there and haven't lost their knowledge and they... They manage the land and it's an annual harvest of mainly two products which is a wattle seeds um, which are the beautiful we've got lots of varieties that are edible in central Australia and our little bush tomato which we call a cudgeter it's a little favorite of the industry because lots of people want to buy it and make chutneys and relishes so it ends up in factories all over Australia but Quite a bit of it um, I keep here for um, for myself to make chutneys and jams and and let people just try them as they are off the bush. You know, it's so great that I can be a part of that too of that the wild harvest. It's just it's all a low impact on the environment. It's creating, like you said, activities on country, enriching culture. It's doing a lot of a lot of things that are really positive for our people as well. Food is a positive thing and um and our ladies just absolutely love you know they love going out on country really do
0: you started from humble beginnings and then went on to actually prove that you can cook when you say conkers (laughs) can cook it's actually (laughs) it's a journey traveled as well and uh showing that you can actually um call any challenge you had to cook 300 meals from a domestic kitchen and you actually met that challenge
1: yep every day it was for a whole week and that was how we got our little start in the business it took some time off our normal jobs to go and do this job for a friend of ours when we got to the kitchen we thought oh this is going to be a definitely a challenge I can tell you that we hardly saw the light of day because we were living in that kitchen to be able to for two people to be able to produce that many meals a day. But we did it and we thought, well, if we can do that, we can do it. We can get out there and start a business. And, and it, it originally just started as us travelling in remote communities, um, providing a catering service to mainly gatherings of Indigenous groups that were doing um, having meetings or festivals and things like that. And it wasn't until a few years later that we actually set up a commercial kitchen in Alice Springs, and um, and from there we, our business grew, and, and we were you know we were getting pretty popular, and so we'd be cooking for lots of government events and um, private functions, and and then eventually opening up a cafe as well. But all the while training lots of our young people, giving them an opportunity to learn about hospitality working with young school kids as well, going into schools during NAIDOC week and cooking up bush tupper in the schools. and So we were doing lots and lots of activities. That was what we're running a business, but we were actually at the same time giving back um, to our, our local community as well. So... Yeah, we certainly proved that we could cook.
0: That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 and you know, I love the name and also the adventures about around this name and uh, the whole enterprise. You yeah. just don't shy away from uh, any challenge, starting from cooking for three hundred yeah. period women from uh, humble uh, home kitchen to yeah. actually cooking for whole festivals with thousands of guests. Yes, yes, we
1: catered. We catered for. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a festival that big again in Alice Springs, but we had a 1,000 performers travel in from um, Indigenous people from all over Australia to celebrate with us the Yipurinia Festival. This area is the Yipurinia Dreaming Area, which is a big caterpillar um, and a big mountain range. And um, we set up, there was a massive stage set up and uh, we had people performing every day and it was first time too that our local Ireland group performed a public dance which hadn't happened for over 100 years so it was amazing the whole town got involved in that festival but we were very much busy in the background, I didn't get to see much of the performances because (laughs) we were stressing out at the back trying to uh, keep up with 1000, you know 3000 meals a day so we went from you know a few hundred to 3000 meals a day so we, I, you know we then proved
0: that yeah, we could do it. <laughs> <Yeah. And from laughs> that
1: was like a nice
0: day. You have a can-do attitude and you deliver, which is uh, pretty impressive. And now yeah. you're being recognised by Northern Territory Tourism. But before yeah. that, you already put uh, congas uh, on the map featuring on um, ABC cookbooks and um, BBC Great Rail Journeys and even being a yeah. judge on MasterChef
1: yeah that happened last year that was um that was cool that was really good um got a call and uh said we're coming into town we're on the road and we would love for you to be a guest judge and the challenge will be that they will have to cook with your local um, bush tucker foods and i said wow that's amazing I, I can't wait so we we set up a big kitchen in one of our beautiful dry river beds here and uh yeah, it was on national television. It was a great way to showcase, you know, uh, Alice Springs and the and our beautiful West Macdonald Ranges to the rest of Australia so that we can say, come, you know, come visit our beautiful place here. There's so many little pockets of beautiful little places you can visit. There is water here um, and the scenery is ancient and beautiful. So it was a great way to showcase our, our lovely Central Australian um you know the desert country here, and I did get lots of responses from people commenting saying, "You made me come to Central Australia." I saw that on the after share and I said, "Oh God, so oh, that's what it was all about getting you guys here to see it." So, yeah, it was great. It was great to be able to work with those, you know, the Jock and Mel and Andy, and uh, and we got um, we got on great. It was hard work for those guys that had to run in the sand, though the contestants. It was pretty hard work for them. Yeah, so we
0: had a bit of fun. <laughs> I, I can imagine because some of those ingredients, although they are yummy, some of the contestants yes. would never have seen them before.
1: No, and they were some. Some of those people were from migrant families, you know, the competitors, and they said we've never seen or smelt or eaten these flavors before. And, and they said, and they said it was a privilege for them to be able to come here and cook on country um, and open their eyes to. The ancient flavours of Australia, so it was, yeah, it was an amazing experience for the contestants as well. Um, we had lots of fun
0: from uh, there. So, you're putting uh, conkers on the map. Where to yeah. from uh, where you are at being recognised now by anti uh, tourism as a really one of the outstanding creatives? Where yeah. to from now?
1: After we had a bit of a downtime, like the rest of Australia did, um. I closed my catering business, and when I did come back into business, I thought I might keep myself not so much working really, really hard, and and cooking day and night in the kitchen because I am getting older. I've got I've got you know ten grandchildren now, and I need a bit of time with them. But I'm still working in the Bushridge area, and I thought well, tourism would be a great avenue to really get involved in that and to share these beautiful flavors with visitors um, to our region. That's what I do now. Um, we have, um, like I said, with the Penta Trail, I work with young school kids that come into town. I, do, um, I talk to corporate groups and anyone that would like to learn more about our beautiful bush feeds. And I just have, a, I also have a little website now where we can, people can actually take these products away with them and use them in their own kitchen. That keeps me pretty busy as well. But I'm not working too many late nights anymore, which is what I used to do quite often in the catering business, but I'm still providing this, being, giving people a taste of uh, Central Australia. I, I love doing that. It, it gives back to me as much as it does to others, and I, I absolutely
0: love doing it. One question I should have started with, maybe at the very beginning of our conversation, the influence of family and uh, younger generations uh, and Passing on the, the knowledge to the future to the next generations. you said you have 10 grandchildren. Just yeah. run us through how you began, where you're at, and how you see the future, especially having 10 grandchildren. And congratulations, ah. by the way. It's not <laughs> everyone that has got that privilege to have. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, it is. It's lovely to have the grandchildren. And um, it was, um, you know, in my kitchen, because I had five children of my own, as they grew up, each of them, had some time working with me in particular. One of my daughters worked with me for 10 years, my oldest daughter, and she had a family. Those little kids grew up in the kitchen. So they're watching their nana, you know, do this. They're watching their mum do that. So we're just really um, passing on to them that sense of strength and work ethic and and learning about all these foods and learning about cooking because cooking is, is a skill that I think all of our young people need to learn, you know. If it's not, you're not going to end up working in hospitality or being a chef, but just cooking for yourself. You know, cooking your own meals. It's a skill I think our young people all should learn. And I feel really um, that was for me. I needed to do that while I was running my business. That I had to have young people around to encourage them and mentor them, and um, and get them interested in our, our, you know, our beautiful ancestral foods, um, and to see that it is really a pathway into. It a career, whether you're taking people out on country and showing them these things or doing working with the tourism industry or whether it might be working in hospitality. And I've been able to make that, um, that happen for many, many students who are now currently working in our local restaurants and cafes around Alice Springs and even one that started up their own business. So it's an important thing to do to be able to share that knowledge and keep them... You know, enthusiastic and eager to learn. So yeah, it's been really lovely to see that um, those next generations coming through now. You know, so you've got to teach, you've got to teach the next generation.
0: Can you give us the name of the website where people can find uh, your work and learn more, and also this uh, tourism season, where can they find you?
1: So I'm based in Alice Springs, but my um, I do have products in in Darwin as well. I've got, say, um, the the Bush Traders, which are up in the, in the city in, in Darwin, and I've got my product here at Yubu Napa Art Gallery in Alice Springs. So, um, or otherwise, people can pop to my website, this Congress can cook, dot a u. So if anyone wants to try some beautiful flavours from Central Australia, you'll be very surprised, and I'm sure you'll love them as much as I do. So... Yeah, get down there and give it a try.
0: (laughs) Yeah, really. It's been a great pleasure talking to you and thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us on NITV Radio today.
1: Yeah, thank you to all the listeners out there. Have a great day. And uh, like I said, get to Central Australia as soon as you can.